0: I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. TLDR, you guys are awesome.
1: And Nicholas, once again, we are back at it. Welcome to TLDR. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe. With me, as always, is my hunk and crime together Once again, we continue to be the Woodward Bernstein of the DSG. That's right. My guy, how's it going? That's
0: right. You know, what's funny is I I know we're doing what's new. I know we just talked to uh, Dwanch and McKinney the the other day, but I'm like not even thinking like we did it again. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. We did just do another interview. Yes, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then we kicked ass like we always do. We had an absolute blast with Dave Dwanch and Brockton McKinney, uh, the writers of Jenny Zero. We had them on when the first, right before the first arc started. That we had them on because the second arc starts this week. I always
1: always fun to have those guys on. Child. Yeah, those guys are fun as hell because yeah. they're just you could tell they're having a ball with it and they're they're just they're they're wild guys. They're great to talk to. So it was uh it was another really fun interview. I would love. I feel like we get
0: a glimpse into what it's like with them as a working relationship because what's so interesting. We've had a few writer artist pairs on here. I think it was Kieran Gillen and Stephanie um, and Stephanie Hans, and then obviously Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. I think those are the only two that we've done that with so far. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But we get it. We, we like with that. We do get a, a glimpse into. um the with the workflow, like we get an yeah. understanding of how they they deal together. But I think with with Dave and Brock, where it's kind of unique, they're two writers and they're trying, like we've talked about, trying to have one voice. But they're both quite different from one another, and it's, it's interesting getting a, a little bit of a vibe of what that's like. But I would love to
1: like be a fly on the wall in like one of their Zoom calls <laughs> where they're trying to figure stuff out. I feel like it'd be even more chaotic. Well, that was one of the things that we we learned the first time, but even more so this time is that they know each other's strengths and weaknesses.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they and they know that about each other, but they know them about themselves. And so, I think that's why when they write, it it really does feel like a singular voice. Because, you know, Dave was saying like, "Oh, I was writing this, and I I think I've got you know," or I think it was Brockton said, "I think I've got this character's voice," and then Dave comes in and goes, "Well, no, try this." He said, "Oh, fuck, you're right." Yeah, like, they just they just work like they're, they're they're peanut butter and jelly. You know, they just they mm-hmm. just fit. They just work together and. uh it was. We read Jenny 0 We'll talk about more of that in a little bit when we get into what's new. But uh, it was. It was just a blast talking
0: I'm glad you went the jelly route instead of the fluff route because I ain't got time for that. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say for those who are just catching us on Twitter right now and wondering what the hell we're talking about, make sure you go subscribe to our channel. Whether you're listening, you listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, you know, it was it Amazon Music, Audible? uh, SoundCloud, wherever you listen, go check us out there because that is the only place that you can find any of these interviews that we do. Um, we do not post those in audio form with the one exception that we did one time with Scott and Greg Capullo. Other than that, though, you got to listen to us So make sure you go check us out there. Subscribe if you like it. Um, we, we'd love to have you and we'd love to, uh, if you leave a rating and review as well. Um, that is not the only thing of course that has happened since we last convened Joe, the Dr. Strange, uh, in the the Multiverse of Madness movie came out for the longest time, dude. Honestly, it might have been until I was sitting in the theater, thought it was and the Multiverse of Madness, not in (laughs) the Multiverse of Madness. So there's so many articles I've been reading on that stuff. Uh, But I talked about it on Change My Mind uh, at length. Uh, Wes and I definitely debated on quite a few things. Go check that out if you guys want to. Um, I gave it an 88 out of 100. That's how we do it on Change My Mind, nice and simple. Uh, So if you could appease me and give me a grade on that scale, I'd appreciate it.
1: So I was definitely a bit harder on it first coming out of the theater, thinking about it. It's come up a little bit, but I'm at an 80. It's a solid B minus for me. And there's, there's things I loved about this movie. There's things that really um, I didn't like about it, but I think mostly I know for me is that, you know, when, when it was first announced, I think shortly after Endgame when they were announcing, you know, the next phase, this is this is one of the ones, this and Thor were the two that I have been looking forward to the most, because this that was when we also got the announcement of all the Disney Plus shows, mm. and at the time, you know, Kevin Feige said, you're gonna have to watch WandaVin- WandaVision mm. uh, in order to just, you know, for Doctor Strange to make sense, and that was 100% correct, but yeah. what I was, I think why this movie is low for me, is that part of it is my expectation which that's a me thing but i think what this movie failed to do <clears throat> was really catapult the next phase you know like cuz i look at this as age of ultron and when age of ultron came out at the time i felt the same way about that movie as i do this movie like it yeah. it, it 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 should have done more to set up what comes next it was a bridge movie right doctor strange in the multiverse in the multiverse of madness to me is a bridge movie. We might look back at this movie a couple of years from now and be like, okay, I get it, and it'll get bumped up a you know a couple more points, just like Age of Ultron has gotten bumped up a bit more. Yeah, you know, it really has. Right? It's
0: interesting how that's happened. Yeah,
1: and because you know I look at it and like what Marvel did in Phase One, or towards the end of Phase One, as, and as we got into the Avengers, is we started getting the you know the seeds planted for what was coming. We started getting Infinity Stones. We started to get Thanos, and mostly in just the post credit, big credit scenes, but like we knew who the big bad was and we knew what we were building up for. And I thought that Doctor Strange really should have, if not directly in the movie, um, should have done a much better job in the mid and end credit scenes, setting that stage for what was coming next. Like this movie really should have catapulted us. Like we know Kang is there, mm. we got that from Loki. So we should have gotten some Kang in this movie in one shape or another. Right? we should have had that next thing. And I was expecting so much more from this movie, and I just feel like it just didn't deliver. So in the sense of...
0: Pushing forward the whole multiversal stuff. Yes, I do think by and large, this did not really accomplish much. I think you, you bring in America Chavez uh, or Chavez. I, I don't I actually forget how she says her last name. Um, uh, but I, I think that that she brought they brought that to the table. That's pretty much it. Otherwise, it's just kind of like we're dipping a little bit deeper into this multiversal pool. Um, other than that, though, it's pretty it's like you're not taking too much of a stride forward from what we got with Spider-Man. That said, though, like, okay, so that was our expectation. That is not what we got. Alright, so how, how was what we got? How was the story? And I I very much liked the story. I understand there were certain things with Raimi that really bothered you. There were some things that bothered me. Um, I don't think, I think we differed on some of it, but,
1: um, but I'm curious, like, how'd you feel about the story? Because I love Wanda's stuff. Well, I felt two-thirds of this movie was great, and I agree with you. I love, I thought, I thought Wanda, for me, really stole the show. Mm. I thought she was great. Like, yeah, like, they didn't like really maximize and tap into like what she could do, you know, visually. Right. But I thought her performance was fantastic. And that scene with her and the Illuminati. Outstanding. That might be some of the best in the MCU period. Yep. Right. Like I've got, like, like I said, I like this stuff about this movie. I really loved, And, Mm -hmm. and I'm probably much higher, you know, on the original doctor strange than most we'll find that out March 15th, Sunday, idle hands. Um, oh, but, yeah. oh. um, <laughs> right. We call that yeah. a bug. Uh, <laughs> but like, so there was things, but then like, if Raimi wanted to make an evil dead movie, just go make a fucking evil dead movie. Like there was that Raimi fucking can't help himself. Just putting in that eighties cheese, you know, visually, Uh, With the dialogue, I thought fucking Doctor Strange talking as a zombie there at the end was really fucking stupid. I had a problem with the length of that.
0: Uh, Outside the length uh,
1: of it, and just the way it looked, like there was a row of fucking teenagers in front of me, and they were all going, "That's really fucking stupid," hmm. right? And like those are the kids that should be going, "This is fucking awesome," right? Because that was me when I was their age. I should you should be looking and going, "That is really fucking awesome." And said they go. That was I could hear them. It was very odd. That's that's fucking stupid. That was I got, like like I was did, I wasn't as bothered by Zombie
0: Strange in general, but I do think that when it comes to that portion of it, like however you Zombie want to Strange
1: fun. was fine, but the the decision to have him do a you know a minor it was like well it was, that's the thing and with was, the it, and the visual effects it was just it was dumb
0: that, but that's what i mean whenever like anybody that wants to complain about that portion of it like i i, I see when you and i t- were texting about it that's what what i missed I, I thought you in general didn't like zombie strange so we're clear that yeah. portion of it while the visual didn't quite like bother me as much i think it was more because i was so much like how are they talking this long right now that was my big problem. Like, so I gave it an 88. Like, that's a big thing that I took off. The Mordo explanation with, uh, with, where he drugged Strange in, in America. Like, I don't have a problem with the conversation. I have a problem with the random ass guitar riff that we're getting in there. Yes. That whole, like, the, the music, music there.
1: The music was brutal. That,
0: that there was that moment where, in the visuals within that moment, too, made no sense to me Um but at the same time, it was that it was the music on the in the Mordo Strange fight, and then um, and then it was the the stra- the, stra- the zombie Strange stuff that we're talking about right now. Other than that, I like the story. I understand like we have these expectations, but I feel like I, I personally I do a pretty good job of putting that aside because like. Well, what did we get? Like, cause you know, like we, we, we come with these expectations, but like in the end, you and I, I think as much as anybody within the individual story, we just want a good story. I understand pushing stuff forward and I know with the MCU, we do want that, but like with comics, like we also complain about, oh, everything doesn't have to connect to a fucking event. We just want a good story. So I'm glad that you gave it an 80 because I think when it comes to the story, they very much accomplished that. I think as much as some of the Ramy stuff, I was annoyed by the the what was it the the mirrorverse stuff that was kind of Raimi like, right? Isn't, that's what yeah, and, and that, that was oh, that
1: and was, the dialogue. Was awesome. some, some of America Chavez's dialogue too was Anakin Skywalker, Phantom Menace esque. See, like, I just this is I... tense. Some like there was a couple of moments where I, I got like the whoa, this is tense from <laughs> from, and it's not her fault. <laughs> But like that's the dialogue, and that was the direction that she was she was given. So like there, there, there's things like that. But you know we're at a point now with the MCU where like these movies, you know, they have to be do more than just be a bridge. Like the Disney Plus shows, like WandaVision, Loki, um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Those should be our our bits of storytelling that bridge from one thing to the other. Not these two two and a half hour epic movies, you know, where we need to be, you know, because Marvel Marvel touched the sun, the MCU touched the sun with Infinity War and End Game. Yep, and they're either they either need to strive now, like that's where the bar is. So they either have to find ways now to elevate, and either stay at that level or beyond it, or if they continue to fall well short of that, it's people are going to, you know what I mean, like. It's part it's Marvel's fault for being so fucking good and setting that bar so high, right? And so, like, when I go to see Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, I'm not expecting Age of Ultron anymore. Okay, I'm expecting more. And that is part of why for me it's like the movie fell short. Like, if Loki doesn't hit a home run for me, if Moon mm. Knight, you know, doesn't hit a home run for some, if you know Hawkeye, right, whatever. Like, okay, those are Disney Plus shows they're in this universe you know they're either they either act as as bridges from from movie to movie at this point or they're their own singular thing but when it comes to the actual MCU like i'm sorry like they've 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 set the bar they've they've got to at least hit that bar now so
0: two questions um one are you at all like I know? It, so indie comics is a big part of what we do. So like that, I understand like it's its own thing that I hope people can understand that when I ask you this question. Are you at all concerned about getting any kind of fatigue when it comes to Marvel in the MCU?
1: Um, I will get fatigued if they don't start to you know if they if they continue to miss the mark. So it's going to take, but it's going to take how many more movies would you say for you? Well. I don't know. Like I think where the like, fatigue comes from mostly is on the Disney Plus side of things. Got it. Okay. Right. So you know, because I'm getting all these things and it's like I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying or it's meh, it's meh, it's meh, or you know, whatever. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the movies are, are you know, we, we it's not like we're getting a movie every month. No, right? I understand right? that. Yeah, we get we get the movies, they're 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 fewer and farther apart. So you'll so, cut out shows before you cut out the movies. A hundred percent I'll cut uh, out shows before I cut out okay. movies. Unless
0: unless you know, like there's a lot the, of pressure, I think, on is- This is what I mean when when this this moral fatigue like conversation comes up or or superhero fatigue conversation comes up, whether in other shows within the DSG, including change my mind. I think that there are like, there's different, like the diehards. There are even subdivisions within the diehards. Personally, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, I, I liked WandaVision one, two. Like, it's going to take a lot for me to go away from this stuff. Um, and I'm not talking about like indie comics, that is its own thing entirely, but it would take a lot for me to go away from the MCU. Like, it would have to turn into like, Ben Affleck, Daredevil, day in and day out for me to go away. Um, But then, like, there's, and then with you, like, you're saying, like, there's layers to it for you. And then with, like, Mac and Goo, there's a difference. And with Wes, there's, like, there's, they're different than us, even. So, like, that's where all this conversation comes up. It's like, yeah, but we're all, we all process it differently. We all have different values within these stories. So, I, 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 that's where, like, the Marvel fatigue, the MCU fatigue conversation is like, I really think that it is a lot smaller of a group. Than people realize, and it also again Probably. it hits people differently, even within that.
1: And I think why I think why there's a greater potential for Marvel fatigue when it comes to Disney Plus is because they're asking you at six hours of whack, a commitment. Right? So if, if they don't uh, yeah, it, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. right. So yeah. if they don't hit the mark, like if they don't really you know, like I'm more likely to just after a couple of uh, episodes, okay, this is not for me, and then boom. Or a, I'm never gonna bother. You know what I mean? Like, because that that that's a bigger commitment. Where you know, like, Doctor Strange surprisingly was only just a tick over two hours.
0: Yeah, I'm... I can sit
1: through that in one sitting. Right, right. But like, if if you want me to sit through Loki again for another six hours or Hawkeye or whatever, you know. I'm, 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 chances are I'm not going to do it again. I think that I think
0: that you're right. I think that what they've done now is like a good, good, putting out the feelers and everything like that. But as time kind of goes along, I would think that they're going to like, they're ironing out what they can and can't do when it comes to Disney plus Plus. In their shows, because at some point it does kind of become uh, it does become a lot for people. I mean, I I still never finished. What if I just said. Right. But exactly. And like there's there's like even within what if like so there's what if never mind that, like with the live action ones, too, it's just there's so much is like how much of it is vital? How much do you actually need? And Because, again, there's layers to the fandom when it comes to you know marvel and mcu stuff so maybe it's going to be like hey we're fine and you don't need d- it doesn't really matter like we're going to have enough people no matter what and it's going to produce enough money or maybe we got to like okay we can't do a moon knight here we can introduce moon knight in uh, that level kind of character in some shit but we can't do him we gotta gotta stick to loki and a hawkeye and people who are in the movies like a decent amount but like haven't been like don't necessarily warrant their own movie. That might be what it comes down to. But
1: right, uh, and yeah. uh, like I said, you know, and and, and this is it could just entirely be a me thing. And because there, there is so much that on the on the positive side, there's lots of content. They are telling stories. It's there, and while it may not be for all, all of it may not be for me, or it might not be all free. Whatever, you know, it's there. So that that's a good thing, right? We 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 do have a richness of of content. It's just. I have to, you know, it's going to get to a point where I have to start picking and choosing, like, if something isn't to the level that I expect, how, how much time am I willing to give it? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course,
0: and I understand. Yeah. that. you got hey, you got to make time for um, whatever video game is you're playing now because I have Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario yeah. Kart. You got to make the time for <laughs> Mario Kart. Uh, I have gaming nearly as much. I know you haven't. Time. I get the notifications when you're when you're going. Um, I don't. And I know Gotham Knights. We got a little. We got to get to what's new in a second, but we have <laughs> Moon Knight too. Just let me know. We can talk more about Moon Knight another time. But did you like Moon Knight in
1: the end or no? I I still haven't seen it yet. You, goddamn joke. Um, <laughs> well, I went up. to go see Doctor Strange Friday night, and then you know, Saturday, Sunday was Mother's Day, so yeah, I just never got
0: to do it. So with with Gotham nights, like I don't understand. Like we've seen some people, you know, people who listen to the DSG have seen like our, our buddy, uh, you know, Task, who we've had on the show a while back. He wasn't a big fan of what the 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 gameplay that we got with from, from Nightwing and Red Hood. I don't play video games much anymore. Like, you know this. Like, I've been waiting for this game specifically. I haven't. The last video game I bought, I I bought the show to play with you. Stop doing that real quick because of fucking Jake Cronenworth again. Um, (laughs) uh, I I bought the the, the 2K, uh, I think, in 2020. And then there might have been. And then I bought Injustice 2 so I could play with Red Hood because you can't. There's not many games that feature Red Hood. like. I'm watching that, yes, the Red Hood jumping thing is quite strange. I've never, like, they they tried justifying it in the explanation. I, I've seen them have, like, powers. It's the all blades. That's it. So that's kind of weird. But still, like, I, I'm fine. Like, I don't care. We got to get them from one place to the next. You're not going to give them a glider or have them, like, get, like, a gun that he could use, uh, like a grappling gun or a grappling gun. Grappling gun. Yeah, thank you. Kind of strange. But other than that, like, if people are complaining about the gameplay.
1: Do you see it? Because I don't get it. Like, I don't understand the complaints here. So I think there's two things here. Uh, Three things. One is the fact that it was delayed. Generally, when a game is delayed, that means there's serious issues with it. And if you're going to delay a game, what you present to people better be fucking tight, very polished, very... And so I think the other two things is that it's being compared to, you know when it comes to these types of games, there's two properties that have really taken it to the next level. One is um, you know, Arkham City, mm-hmm. right? And the other one being uh, the Spider-Man game that came out a few years ago for the for the PS4. When it comes right. to those types of games, the, the the style, the gameplay, the everything, those are what you compare things to. And so looking at it, while well, i think it'll be a fun game to play we'll have to see as as it gets out when it comes out see what the you know what the scores are for it across the board but it seems like it's a clunkier version of those two games so for someone like you who don't who doesn't play video games a ton um uh, you know you're not going to be looking at it from the same eye as those who you know, who have immersed themselves in Arkham City, in Spider-Man, you know, play video games with, you know, with regularity. Um, So I I could see, I could see, you know, you know, watching that trailer being a little underwhelmed. Now it was, it's dark, you know, the trailer and they're only giving us a snippet. So we'll see again Mm. how it, you know, how how it looks closer to, to release date. But, and the fact that like, we were, I, I believe, we were told initially it was going to be four player co op and it only being two player. That, that's a bummer because I know, we, I know, we were all looking forward to, especially in the DSG, you know, streaming, getting, you know, getting four. Oh, I don't want to play with time. any of those
0: other fucks, but you. I don't want to <laughs> play with any of those guys.
1: I was, I was really glad to hear that because now I don't got to come up with excuses.
0: Like, I, sorry, right, I'm playing with Joe. Like, Joe's, yeah. Joe's my Nightwing. Like, I don't play with anybody. Right, right. yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm sure we're still going to have, play have fun Nightwing with Nightwing sometimes, it. though. We need to mix it up because <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm I, I, that girl probably too. Tim Drake. I, I, I'm all set. But you know what? Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't. I don't play games like I used to. I, I don't like. I Skyrim kind of ruined me as much as I did a little bit in college. So after that, but man, I saw the Avengers game when that came out, and when I first
1: saw the gameplay, I was like, it doesn't look that great to me. That stuck, and, yeah, I, and it, I think and that I, might be another thing too. Is people might have the stink of that game. Well, that's what.
0: Like, this, that's why when I say like I don't get it. Like, as soon as I saw that gameplay, I was like, no, it doesn't look great. Like I, I get what you're saying about the train die, but like that didn't look great. This, like, I'm I'm in on this. Like Nightwing, Nightwing looked awesome. I understand yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Hood. The issue with like that was that did bother me a smidge, but in the end, like, I can look past
1: that one thing. Um, but like, I thought Nightwing fucking slapped. Man, he was awesome. Yeah, Nightwing, Nightwing did look real nice. So, like I said, like That's we'll wait until we'll wait yeah. until this game gets a little bit closer uh, uh, and see. But right now, if it lo- looks like this, you're gonna buy it. I think I'm gonna uh, unless the scores are putrid. Unless okay. unless the reviews are absolute dog shit, I plan on buying this game. I i i'm I not gonna i'm not gonna pre order it like I did with Avengers and mm. do the, you know all that shit. Uh, if there's a free beta, I'll try it and maybe that'll sway me one way or the other. But unless the reviews are dog shit, I plan on buying.
0: I don't think game. I'm gonna listen to the reviewers. I usually don't when it comes to most stuff. As much as we do review stuff, ironically, I don't. <laughs> I don't wait. For, I don't. I don't. G-
1: generally, when it comes to video games, like. It's spot the reviews are generally spot on. Movies, that's a whole other horse. There's Mm -hmm. way more subjectivity with that. But when it comes to video games, generally, I would say the reviews are pretty the only reviewers I ever care to read are honestly comic book readers.
0: Because those are the people who like, I want to hear what you got out of that story. I want to hear what you felt. That's why I like reading your stuff and like doing this show with you because you while we're similar, you do have different things that move you. You're a parent one of being one of the things. But when it comes to video games and stuff like that, like I don't give, yeah. I, or, or movies. Most of the time I don't cause like it's, they get into shit. That's just like, that's why whether, whether you're listening to change my mind or this, I care about talking about stories. Cause in the end, that's all we, that's to me, that's always important in whatever you're talking about. But yeah. anyways, I digress. I'm getting, Now I'm getting into the weeds of like reviewing and stuff. Uh, let's quickly go through catching up. I thought I caught up on stuff. I guess I didn't. Maybe I'm just ahead of the game. Um, so <laughs> credit to me
1: for doing that. But I'll let you go through. I know you got a few that you need to highlight before we get to what's new. Uh, yes, yeah, so I caught up on Wolverine. Love that issue. Um, I caught up uh, on the Scorched. I haven't read this week's issue. We'll talk about that uh, in just a few moments and catch uh, what's new. Uh, but I love that issue. That was great. Um, some great dynamics between Gunslinger Spawn and 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 uh, OG Spawn, uh, and then Shang Chi 11 because again, coming up in What's New issue 12, the final issue for this this run uh, has come to an end. It's you know we will be getting another Shang Chi run, um, uh, which uh, you know gets more into the Ten Ring stuff. You know, hmm. you know, like so that was that was really good. So. Not a ton of catching up, but I wanted to catch up on those properties so that I could read, you know, what was coming out this week. Well, we'll start things off
0: with Marvel with what's new. And why don't, you know, since you touched on Shang-Chi 11, why don't you go ahead and take over on on Shang-Chi 12 and tell me how this all kind of wrapped up.
1: Yeah, so this was, you know, the first arc uh, was great. Um, Talked about it on the show right before the movie came out. Uh And so this arc um, was a little bit closer to what we got in the movie, but not really until sort of like the second half. So it's a 12 issue series. So issues six through 12 had more of the feel you got from the movie. You get more of his father. You get this great story with his, with his grandfather and we get the introduction in the, at least in, you know, in this up, you know, updated run of the 10 rings um, and the different family member, you know, know, of the, you know, family members of Shang-Chi and the other members of the, um, of the, of the uh, uh, Deadly weapon Society there. So this was, you know, the first six issues of this book was fun because we got Spider-Man, we got Captain America, we got sort of, you know, uh, different members because they aren't sure if Shang-Chi is a good guy or a bad guy. Right. Um, and then the second half, issue six through 12, is more of Shang-Chi and his family like trying to save, uh, you know, their family save, you know, the earth from their grandfather. And we get the introduction to the 10 rings and we get a nice little thing from Iron Man there at the end. So this was a fun as hell series. I would definitely check it out. Um, if you know, the trade should be coming out soon because it just ended this, it's ending this week. So uh, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, into Shang-Chi and you know, you, you know, the movie sort of got you into the character a little bit more, I, I highly recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll give this a look at
0: some point um, down the line because uh, I think I was, I was reading it and then no, I, I think I read the was it the first issue? No, you talked about the Shang Chi from like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, same yeah. writer, right? He did. Same writer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then.
1: Boom! New twelve issue run, and then it's setting up for what will be the next. Okay, the next I might, So then
0: I'll because I, I was reading this, and then I think I just fell behind because we got we were both reading so much, and I liked it. And I thought it was solid, um, but it wasn't like all right, I have to read it. And you were staying on top of it. As for this week is is a big week for Marvel. Um, on top of Shang Chi, we got X Men Eleven, um, which you're staying on top of. I definitely yep. behind read it. that one this week. Yep. Uh, we got What If Miles Morales issue three. I think it's What If he was the Hulk this time. Yep. I think so. Um, yeah. We got King Conan issue four, which it's been a while. Um, Star Wars, the Hal legacy issue four. Uh, then Moon Knight, black, white and blood issue one, which I'm very excited for this. Jonathan Hickman has something in here. Captain America symbol of truth issue one. So this was starring uh, Sam Wilson. Uh, that he's Captain America mm-hmm. in this series, which uh, rock solid first issue. Really enjoyed it. Um, thought the, the art was great, the action was good. Uh, definitely enough intrigue. Kind of got like a spyish kind of feel to it in a way. Um, so I'm very much in on this first series, this first issue, and uh, on this series going forward. And then of course the. Biggest issue of anything to come out from Marvel this week is um, the start of the event that Donny Cates has put together. Big Donny Cates week. Um, Hulk versus Thor, Banner of War, Alpha issue one. I don't get the Alpha part. We're seeing that on a bunch of different shit. Getting a little annoying, but whatever, doesn't really do anything to me. Um, But Joe, did you get a chance to – are you taking a look
1: at this or no? I'm going to read it. I just didn't get a chance to um, yet. The, the, my only issue is I haven't been reading Donny Cates' Thor. So Again, uh, not that I think I would be terribly lost, but um, I'm sure that they, there's some sort of recap there in the beginning. But There
0: is, and yeah. the artist on this too is Martin Ciccolo. Um I know we've mentioned that a few times in leading up to this event, but yes, I haven't been reading Thor either. I think our our buddy Shime has. Um, but I I haven't read a single page of Thor. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to. I know Shime h- had been enjoying it, um, but it definitely gives you a good recap of everything that's going on or that's gone on under Donnie Cate's watch okay. because he's this whole Thor run. I think he's in the 20s now with yeah. Thor, so that's all him. But I will say, for those who like to read digital comics more, if you are interested in reading this title, pick it up in hard copy form. I very much like this still. Did not th- that did not like hurt me at all in terms of enjoying it but there was a little bit there are quite a few spreads in here so it's just going to make it a little bit easier oh, for yeah, you
1: because it gets yeah
0: yes so i would pick i would pick up a hard copy read it that way it's going to be easier do not do this in digital form if it is inv- available if that's the only way you do it okay but just understand like there are a lot of spreads it might be a little more challenging of course for us the way we get stuff for review copies not necessarily ideal. So, you, a little bit of benefit for you, Joe. But I thought this was funny. I thought this was good action, um, kind of setting the stage for these two characters individually as they're kind of going through their own things, but now kind of in, now intersecting um, on their paths. And uh, great start. Great start to this fight. And the ending, too. Like, I'm always one who like to go. Uh, the, the, I mentioned the ending last. I'm notorious for doing that, whether I'm talking about movies or we're talking about comics. And You've had a few times where you're like, well, how about the ending, Nick? I'm like, yeah, yeah. The ending was really cool, too. I forgot about that. The ending in this, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Like, you 100%. <laughs> you're going to text me a nice. couple of eyeball emojis when it happens. So nice. uh, awesome, awesome start to this event. Uh, DC, why don't you take us through what came out that week?
1: This week? Uh, so we have uh, Batman Urban Legends 50. I can't believe that's been out for uh, almost a year and a half now. Uh, Crazy. Batgirl 6, I am Batman 9 suicide squad get joker number three i think i looked this up number two came out back in november i think
0: yeah we both missed no. uh missed this one like uh we, we're, we're gonna read it I, for com- sure.
1: I completely forgot that this book even existed that's I, how I, long it had been since since it was last released i don't know what's going on with black label man
0: like because the swamp we, you and i were talking about the swamp thing stuff like we didn't bring that up in our solicit um yeah. the swamp thing that you spoiled for me
1: yeah, we're waiting on that. So that was another one that came out last October. Again, completely forgot about it. And then League of Comic Geeks, I got a fucking bone to pick with these ding dogs. Oh, yeah. um, but they, according to them, it was supposed to come out next week or or the week after. Nothing yet. Um, nope. Not in the not, not in our folder. We were would already know about that. Yeah. Um, Future State Gotham number thirteen. Jurassic League number one. Naomi season two, uh, number three. Batman, the night compendium. This is ba- uh, Chip Zdarsky's sort of origin Batman origin story. So that's collecting the first three issues of that. I would don't definitely compendium. but And it's hardcover, I think. So maybe because it's hardcover. I don't know. Yeah, but it's been awesome. Definitely worth checking out. But yep. There was two books I wanted to highlight uh, real quick. One Superman, Son of Kal-El, um, number 11. This has been a really good series. Started off really hot. Again, kind of got caught up in a little bit of some of the um, uh, event stuff that's been going on. They had a nice little crossover with Nightwing, which I actually enjoyed very much. But this mm-hmm. this issue, um, there was two issues in this in this run so far that that stand out. One is uh, with John Kent coming out as as bisexual and having you know um, a, you know a relationship with another male, which I it, it, again we talked about at the time. With it being Superman, it's a big deal. Right. It's a big deal. Uh, Series has been great, but this issue in particular was really good. We actually get some Batman in this issue, um, and we had a really great moment in this uh, between uh, Batman and um, um, uh, uh, Clark's father. Um, What the – Pod Kent. uh, Oh, Kent. Kent. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, a, a really, a really great moment where, where Pa can actually kind of, you know, uh, you know, Jonathan puts him in his, puts Batman in his place a little bit. Uh, so enjoyed that. But the, the book I really want to discuss here is, uh, Sandman, the Sandman universe, nightmare country. Number two, Nick out. I am out. Oh, oh yeah. Exclamation point. Doc is out. Um, it's the, the first book I talked about here, yeah, I mean, it was fucking straight up nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the characters in it, he's got his, you know, his eyes are mouths. He's got three mouths. Uh, and that, uh, that is uh, freaky as shit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got about two, three pages in this and I texted you, said, I'm out. I can't do it. Tynan's writing is fantastic. And, and I think okay. like hardcore Sandman fans will be like, yeah, you know, it's it's great. It's, it's par for the course. But there's something about the art on two fronts that really um uh, I can't I can't do <laughs> one, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, the style is not my cup of tea, and I think that adds to the terrifying factor of it. I just can't like. I love reading horror books and, you know, and, and there's definitely books where the, you know, horror books where the art has been vicious and, and grotesque and it's given you that, that true, like, like ice cream man and, and hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's terrifying, but it's not off-putting. Right. Right. For me, the art is off-putting and it's terrifying and I just can't do it. Doc is out. You know, this sounds, like, baby. this sounds like a case of SAWFT,
0: uh, which you know does it's play to people yeah. in the world, yes, soft, yes, yeah, yes.
1: yeah. This is just, it's just not for me. I I get no joy from reading this other than just all, all I get from reading this, I should say, it's just no, no, yeah. I, I feel like I need to scrub myself clean. I, just I need to, to check to this it. out. I'm gonna yeah. check
0: this out. I was I was planning on checking it out, but I wanted to wait because Ty didn't give you first dibs at it and everything, of course, after especially after the first issue, but now. You know, gotta come, gotta step in and take over. So uh, I, I will be handling those responsibilities going forward. Yeah, God um, bless you from Image. Uh big week from Image, of course. A couple things got delayed. Sweet Paprika nine got delayed. We talked about that a little bit last week. Same with the Scorched issue five, which you've caught up on. Uh, Time Before Time issue twelve. Farmhand 17, uh 8 billion genies issue one. I do are you gonna give
1: this one a look? I, I'm planning yeah, to Yeah, it, uh, it sounded great and when we did it, the solicit last week. I just didn't get around to it.
0: Yeah. Um, because look, this was one of those loaded weeks. Uh we also got Noctera uh issue 10, and then the big one. This is this was the number like I, I think this is gonna be the comic of the week for me when I write this up later in the week. Uh crossover issue 13 from Donnie Cates and Jeff Shaw. And um go on a very, it's a very deep journey with, with Donny Cates and him talking about a lot of personal shit or whatever. But then I say, whatever, that's pretty cold, but like, it's a, it's a lot of
1: stuff there. And, and he really like kind of, um, it was very, uh, you know, what I'll say is the past few issues, you know, yeah. Donnie Cates has inserted himself into, into the issue, into the issues is that like, he's making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, being pompous on purpose, you know, like this, like he's injecting, I think just that Donny Cates humor. Yes. But with, with this particular issue, like you said, it was a journey. It was very personal. It, it yeah. was very autobiographical, which I didn't see coming and definitely, definitely hits. Yeah. It, it was hits. some real shit. It was like, it was some real stuff in there. And
0: like, you, you're like there, you learn a little about him too as a person um, yeah. like more than just his writing. So he's gone through some stuff and that's part of what makes him such a good writer. Um, but then we've, what we find out in the end is like some of that stuff doesn't matter in the end for the story and crossover. And yeah. you know, you guys will have fun with that and figure out more as, as when you read it. But Oh man, if you're not reading crossover right now, like, I I, if you don't I I don't know what you're doing
1: it's the best issue yet we're what issue 13 it's the best issue if
0: you if you like this show and you're not reading crossover please tell us why because like unless you you gotta just read Marvel and DC for that to be the case I guess because there's no good reason otherwise unless you just don't like Donny Cates which I don't understand people who don't like Donny Cates yeah um but anyways awesome stuff now I say that this that will be the comic of the week, Joe, but as we look to boom, of course we have Mighty Morphin 19, um, which actually that was a book that I caught up on. I read Power Rangers 18. I knew there was something. Um, but uh we also got two uh two other big issues. One I didn't get a chance to look at, Grim, issue one, and then Seven Secrets 17, which, oh boy, uh let's take a second though. I want to hear about Grim, the book that I'm gonna have to wait like months to read because you're a dick. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
1: <laughs> So, boom, number one, getting back to the roots, my roots, the roots of the show, you know, so boldly announced way back when we were in single, single issues, you know, of of this program. Um, But this one piqued my interest uh, when we did the solicit, uh, again, because it was like a one sentence synopsis and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Absolutely. The art in this is great. You know, uh, you know, it's. It's revolved around, you know, uh, you know, Grim, a Grim Reaper. But there's not just one Grim Reaper. There's a whole bevy of reapers, and and they all, you know, their job is to, you know, collect the dead, bring them, and they, you know, depending on how they live their life, you're either going to go <laughs> down this road or you're going to go down that road. And the character that you know, uh, you know, uh, that the main Grim that we're introduced to here, you know, that she collects. Uh he's not really having it. He's like he doesn't believe it, you know, he, he, I can't be dead. This is not real and he and he, he tries to escape and um and then you know what happens and when she catches up with him and 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 how this book ends. You know, it it, it we talk about this all the time. Like a first issue of a comic book, its job is to not just pull you in um, and tell a great story, but it's to get its hooks into you to make you want that second issue. And the way this book ends, uh, undoubtedly, you know, makes you you want to you, you, you want you want that second issue now. And uh, Stephanie Phillips is the writer here. Sure. Uh, this is the first thing I've read from her. Um, she's great, absolutely great. This was a fantastic book. Well, I'm glad I
0: have the Alice in Wonderland on drugs ha! book, at least, to, to yeah, well, make enough. you sit on. We'll have to do these two at the same time uh, when they, they get through their first arcs. That's but actually I,
1: not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm full of a lot of them. Um, but then we got uh, – speaking of not bad ideas, uh, I was on Seven Secrets. Uh, and, oh, man, we're getting to the end here. And uh, issue 17 is the penultimate issue, Joe. And – this shit was like, I, I I texted you beforehand before reading this, and I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, this is this, and I know I feel like I'm saying that uh, quite a bit with some of these books, but man, they're honestly warranted. Like, this is, this, this is, I say crossover is the best thing out there, but, but boom is also out there. I will say, um, with seven secrets, where crossover, I feel like you gotta be a fan of comics and reading other, like, have yes. read other comics. To appreciate that fully. you can still like it, but like to fully appreciate it, you have to have read quite a few. There's a lot of inside
1: you. baseball and crossover, yeah, not in a bad way, but right. Just the, yeah,
0: but with Seven Secrets, you don't need that. This is its own thing, its own world, and man, it's friggin' awesome. Um, you know, the ending is is a little bit like the 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 big thing that happens a little bit is a little is kind of surprising, but to me, it's the few pages before that that <laughs> are really like. Oh, oh! like you text. Yeah. I, I texted – actually, I forgot. I wanted to mention this on the show. I texted Joe and said – and I said to you, tell me what my favorite part is about this book and about this issue because I wanted to see how well you know me because obviously – because you know I like random shit within stories sometimes. Like this little thing that kind of stands out and my favorite thing was – I'd say a pretty
1: random fucking thing in the course of the story, no? It was very random, you know, what I, what I suggest, I went, and I wasn't terribly far off, I was within the right scene, but mm. I think part of what threw me off, too, is that moment that you're talking about didn't hit me because everything leading up to that, and then the way it ended, my mind was just going a thousand miles an hour. Mm. That's fair. And, right? And so, I'm like, oh, you know, and, and so what I love about this book, start to what will be soon the finish, is that it never let up, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, it's going out on its own terms. It's going to, I mean, there's no doubt that this book, you know, issue 18 is going to end with a fucking bang and we are going to be so satisfied, mm-hmm. you know, cause it, I think it's a rare thing too. Like, you know, we get these runs and sometimes they go on a little bit too long. It's like a, you know, professional athletes career. Like sometimes it just goes on a little too long and you know, they're a shell of themselves, you know, by the end of their playing days, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can happen with comic books. Like sure. you've got these 30, 40, 50 run arcs and they start strong, maybe they end strong, but then mm-hmm. maybe they lose their way a little bit in the middle, or they just sort of peters out the end, right? Mm-hmm. With this 18 issues, this is gonna be the tightest fucking series. I can think of just yeah. because it's just been so well-paced, so well-written in the mm-hmm. story. Everything about it, it's just been perfect.
0: Yeah, it really it really has been outstanding. And I think uh, you go from like the, the first arc, it's like, okay, this is good. I really like this. I really yeah. enjoy it. You go to the second arc and it's like, Oh shit! Like this is some real crazy stuff, and then you get to this one, and then it's just been crackers, like yeah. absolutely bananas. Um, I really think that this is like a series too that anybody can enjoy. Like the way yeah. the way the art is, like definitely gets a little you know violent at times, but nothing too too well. You wouldn't say too too far. I mean, it's well,
1: Daniel D. Uh, action sequences, yeah. in the past few ep- uh, episodes, past few issues, has been tremendous. Yeah. Like, there's been these big panels, these huge panels of just action and and violence. And oh man, he's nailed it. He's yeah. absolutely nailed it. Like, I couldn't, again, it's hard. We, we, we've been getting some duos that have just been perfect, uh, right? And Snyder and Frank Avella uh, with, you know, Knight of the Ghoul. We're getting it here with Tom Taylor and Dina Colo. Uh, we talked about earlier with Duanchi Bikini, right? On Jenny's ear. Like, would you get a, a tandem that, are so in sync. The, the outcome is just, it's pure fucking awesomeness. Yeah. And that's exactly what, seven secrets in a nutshell pure fucking awesomeness
0: and i can't wait for the final issue i'm not at all worried about them landing a plane tom taylor's an outstanding artist too so i mean I any mean, writer excuse me so like he i have no question like that he's going to get the job done and then of course the coolos dean has been delivering from start yeah. to finish so awesome stuff there uh to quickly go through the other ones of course we have one more book that we do want to dig into in depth but we have idw uh we got transformers last Bot standing issue one from awa keeping up with the joneses issue two which we both like that first issue mm-hmm. definitely gonna pick up the second one dynamite the immortal red Sonia issue two uh from aftershock we don't get review copies i will be t- touching based on this next week uh bunny mask the hollow inside issue one which sounds ooh, i am so excited to read this uh vault human remains issue eight west of sundown issue two which you are reading um and then so we don't get barn, barnstormers from Comicsology this week is, is that correct?
1: fucking league of comic geeks nah. you go there you sort it out it tells you number one's coming out this week comicsology barnstormers number one this is scott snyder and Tula Lotte. Um, and it's coming out next week. You fucked me, guys. You have really uh,
0: fucked me. Gotta get on the on track over there. It's it's disappointing. They used to be automatic. But uh, for, then from Dark Horse, to wrap things up, up we got uh, Norse Mythology 3, Issue 4. Then we got Tales from Harrow County The Lost Ones, issue one, which is from our guy Colin Bunn, of course. Uh, Avatar, Adapt or Die, issue one, which is very – sounds like a very welcome – I'll take Die if I've got to read that book. Uh, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Forgotten Myths, issue three, which I may give that a look at some point down the line. But the big one from Dark Horse for us this week is The Return of Jenny Zero. This is the first issue of the second volume. You'll see it listed as Jenny Zero Two, issue one.
1: Yeah. This was, this was tremendous. And we loved the first, you know, the first four issues of, of volume one. Uh, you know, we get re- we, we dive into it with, with McKinney, you know, you definitely want to check out, you know, that, that talk that we had with them, but what stood out to me the most, mm-hmm. and I told you this right away was the art. Now the artist hasn't changed. Magenta King did the art for the first one. He's back on the art for this and it was just, he's a great artist, but there was something about it where his lines were crisper. They were cleaner. And uh, Nick, remind me who the colorist uh, is uh, for this. Uh, yep. They changed colorists, but the colors, it was it was vibrant. And, Arnaldo Robles. Thank you. Uh, it was just like, you could look at the two, like, yeah, they're the same properties, but this one just, I don't know, the art really just elevates what, it's a really great story. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes it to the next level. So, you know, if you haven't read Jenny Zero, you can get the first trade. I highly recommend reading it. It's mm-hmm. only four issues. Jump onto this. Um, you get some great um some some great origin stuff with uh Commander Um uh Master Commander Zero, and it's just it's excellent stuff
0: yeah this so it looks we, you get a little insight as to their approach um of course when we talk to them and i always like honestly having those conversations we are as comic book readers ourselves we are very spoiled by having those conversations with writers because it's just it's cool to, to f- learn about their intents, their plans what they're trying to do within these stories because as much as i enjoy jenny zero or some of the other stories that we've where we've interviewed um people in the past it's just like oh get a little bit of extra here now i'm like oh i see that you I think Cy Spurrier, that was a, the biggest one for me just because there's no dialogue in the entire story or narration. So it was an extra bit of enhancement. Um, but with this, like if you like the first volume of Jenny Zero, you're going to like this, the, the first issue here. Um, it's, it's, it's just furthering the story along. But like Joe said, the art is kind of taking up a notch a little bit. Magenta King does seem like a little bit crisper with his stuff. And then, the, and then, uh, Ronaldo Lopez, I mean, um, or on Arnaldo, um, Robles, Robles. Right? Yeah. um, I don't know what, anyways, um, he, he, the colors, it just does give a slightly different feel to the story and I think it plays really well. So, uh, Jenny zero two issue one, of course, that interview is going to be dropping on Wednesdays Wednesday for you guys to listen to, uh, if you're watching this on the live stream. So make sure you go subscribe and check that one out.
1: Uh, anything else, uh, Joe, before we get going, no, no, it was, it was a great week for books and uh, yeah. just check out our, our chat with watch McKinney. They're, they're fun guys. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. um, And uh, yeah. Awesome. And we'll I see think, if we get one for next week. Last minute. Yes. uh, Yeah. These, this one
0: should, we should have done a little bit sooner. That was on me, but it all worked out in the end. Cause we also had, we were able to make time for Charles R. die, of course, too, which yep. was uh, we were very happy to, to do that interview as well. So um, make sure you guys go check that interview out as well, if you haven't already, but until next week, Joe, Stay sexy.
1: You know it.